Okay, here we go. This is the Avengers Endgame Spoil review. Spoiler review. There will be a spoiler part. We're going to talk just immediate uh, reactions. That We're sitting here Sunday night. Uh, we both saw it Thursday night, um, so we've had a few days to process it. We're going to talk just kind of our general thoughts, no spoilers, and then we will give you a clear and loud warning when we're going to start talking spoilers. So um, try real hard, Derek, not to drop any spoilers at the beginning. I will let you take most of this because you know I'm really bad at this, but I will absolutely go down whatever road you want to go down. But yes, Avengers Endgame and go. Give me a score out of 10. I honestly, I'd probably give it an eight. I, I'd go like seven and a quarter. Yep. Okay. I'm, I'm a little lower on it than you are. Yeah. I mean, and that's um, to be expected. I mean, my eight is about your seven and a quarter, really. <laughs> yeah, you're true. true. I mean, They're I'm not as good as your chicken forgiving. wings. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm about as I'm more forgiving than you. So yeah. my eight is your seven two five. Yeah. Also, my chicken wings are fucking dynamite. So suck it. That is not a spoiler. That's a fact. How? So this is the culmination of what is it? Twenty one or twenty two? I think it's. I think this is movie twenty two. So yeah. movie tw this, this is the end conclusion. of what uh who who's the kevin feige guy figgy yes kevin name? feige feige, feige. Yeah. so yep. he is yep. he has officially dubbed this the infinity saga correct uh, consisting three, of three, three phases. phases yep um phase one basically being uh all of the characters getting their own individual movies uh poor poor hulk uh edward norton not a great hulk uh, they all get their individual movies culminating with the first avengers movie Phase two being the larger scope of the entire universe. So you get your guardians. You get um, much more, Thanos much more cinematic, and yeah, much more cinematic and much more uh, uh, space focused. Yeah, showing you that there's not just Earth. Um, you now know that the, there are these aliens, and here's the larger portion of it. And they really start bringing in the Affinity Stones and Phase two, and then Phase three being uh, really the sad part of we got to. It's kind of the end, and here it is, and here's some of the new cast. They get you get your Spider-Mans, you get your Captain Marvels, you get your um, your Falcons, and all these auxiliary characters. Doctor Strange. Um, do you like Do you like how it ended? No spoilers, but do you like how this wrapped up? Um, I think that out of the amount of work they had to do to try to wrap up something significant like this, to be able to give so many character moments and pay off so many things throughout the entire universe itself. Yeah. I, I think the end was damn good. Damn good. It left something to be desired. And I don't mean because they didn't film something or because the movie was bad, yep. but before we, you know, when we get to the spoiler section, I'll kind of tell you, there's just something that really I'm so used to getting and I didn't get it. And it's not an end credit scene. It's not necessarily that. Although there there was one at the very end, a yeah, very yeah, very oh, yeah. small payoff, but again, yep, no spoilers. spoilers. Yep, don't no spoilers. Um, I I like the way that this ended. The characters that that needed a conclusion got a conclusion. The characters sure. that needed a jump off point are getting a jump off point. Uh -huh. um, and I'm pretty excited for what comes next, which brings us to our topic of what does come next. Um, sure. What what do you think? So we, we know a few movies that are confirmed. We got, we got Far From Home, and that's yep, the Spider actual last movie in Phase 3. Correct. They have confirmed that. Yep. Um, 
and some things that happen in the Avengers kind of really reaffirm why that is the end of Phase Three, which is great. Yep. Um, <clears throat> they talked about a Black Widow prequel, um, which is really exciting. I, I love the idea of getting more Scarlett Johansson. I think she she kills that role. Um, and that re- that really wouldn't be part of the next saga, though. That would be like just oh, it'd be sh- Phase Four. Uh, okay. I don't know that there is going to be an. Do you really? Oh, let's let's sidetrack what you're talking about. Do you think they're going to try to build another saga like they just did? Because I don't think they will at all. I th- I think they will. Why? Well, when you look at the seeds that have been sown, and you look at some of the um, superheroes that are are on the horizon, this isn't really even a spoiler thing. But like Adam Warlock, we know is coming. Sure. Um, and that motherfucker is badass as fuck. Probably one of the most powerful. Um, uh, the whole the whole point of his story arc is that he is the most powerful being ever created. That that's the whole point of his creation. Um, so you you got him. Um, you got all these auxiliary characters like Rhodey and uh, uh, Pepper Potts and um, uh, Iron Man's kid and you know all this different stuff that uh, they're. I think they're setting it up. Um, and does it? launch off and become I don't know it's hard to say but they've dropped enough hints Um, who are the the people that were in is either Guardians 1 or Guardians 2 that they talked about bringing the Infinity Stones into the universe they're called like the the Eternals Eternals yeah so they've teased the Eternals sure Um, so I, I think I think they have another franchise like cooked up and you franchises are fine I just don't think I need a through line. I don't know that I want a through line. Well, you got Captain Marvel. You got, I mean, there has to be another jumping off point. Let me, let me give you a, a, not quite a spoiler. Boy, Captain Marvel. Underwhelming. Underwhelming. Fucking trash. Yeah. She basically said, fuck you guys. There's other shit going on. I mean, that is. It's just, boy. I mean, I'm not trying to spoil some shit, but boy. Talk about hey, we're gonna end. It's like it's like the Luke Skywalker dilemma, right? From from the Last Jedi, we're gonna make the end of this movie. It's kind of the reverse. We're gonna make the end of this movie be hell shit. Look who I'm dialing up in the pager. Yep. She gonna kill some shit, and then she's just kind of like, mm. I got a I, I got a pixie cut. Let's let's, let's jump. Alone, I got a pixie cut. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's jump though. We'll just jump into the spoilers because it really yeah. is hard to talk about how we feel about the movie without doing well, this. So let me do one more thing before we get to the spoilers. Sure. Okay. So before we got to the movie, we both discussed who we thought was going to die. Just kind of reaffirm before we got to the movie who you expected to go down. Uh, I thought Cap was definitely dead. Yep, I agree. Uh, Iron Man, I thought was going to be alive just for like cameo and like yep, training the new crew purpose. Yeah, we talked about he would make more sense um, to be of the Nick Fury style. Yep, and I thought everybody else was pretty much fair game to go either way. Sure, um, but those were the two that we thought just because of all the kerfluffle out with of, their contracts and how long they've been in the MCU that that they were. Yeah, out of the five main, main Avengers, those, those those were kind of the big two that we were right. talking about. Hulk, right. I, Hulk can't be killed, so we agreed on that. Yep. Um, and then we thought with like Black Widow and Hawkeye that uh, I thought they, I didn't think Black Widow was going to die if I remember right. Cause she has like a, another story arc here, but yeah, I'm pretty sure we thought Hawkeye was gone. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think we thought Hawkeye was going to die too. Right. Yeah. It, it was so, rough, man. Um, so um, you, you want to jump right into the, into the spoiler stuff. Yep. Big you, spoiler. You start this movie 
yeah, fucking super spoilers. Five minutes into us talking about this because it's so yeah. hard to dance, dance around this for too long. Um, so shut this fucking thing off if you don't want to listen to this. Talk cold, about a gut- cold intro, man. Cold open. Talk about a gut punch to start the movie. Yep. I really he like got- Linda Cardellini. Uh, I, who doesn't? Boy, is she a sexy beast. Yeah, and uh, she gone. And Real, so you that got really you got set Clint. the tone. You got Clint, who really, you know, after the battle in uh, in Civil War, was just like, "I'm done, man. I'm I'm done. I'm yeah. out. I don't want to do this shit no more." And so, yeah, he's not doing Clint, anything. He's just you know, he's just having a family. Yep. He's living his life. He's having a family. He's got two, three, two, three kids. Um, you know, you still don't really know necessarily about the girl. They, they say she's his daughter. We don't really know. Um, low Linda's key, over there. Low key call out. She, she he calls her Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yep. That's a low key call out to another MCU member, uh, a girl Hawkeye that sure. becomes a superhero. Yeah. That yep. yeah. So I takes up the Hawkeye. Cute. Name. Yep. Exactly. Um, so you know, you got, you got all that. And then all of a sudden, you know, shit goes wrong. He turns around and you just dust. get that that glimpse of the dust, the dust. And boy, like talk about starting a movie two minutes in and you're just like, fuck me. Like we thought we were over this shit. I know I'd have to feel this way anymore. I thought I was done with it. And yep. sure enough, Clint Barton makes me feel fucking awful. Right. Yeah. He's freaking out. And then you immediately jump to the actual Avengers themselves. Right. Yeah. Pretty quick. It takes a five year jump. Um, and I wasn't expecting that. I was not expecting five years into the future. Yeah. And so you got the, you got most of the main characters kind of jumping back together after. Um, so t- Tony gets home, right? Yeah. First, let's, let's go back. They've, they've all the- really moved on besides right. um, Scarlett Johansson, besides Black Widow. You got Tony in space. You yeah. got, uh, uh, not, not Gamora, God damn it. Um, my brain's barely working at this hour. What is her name? Uh, that's a really good question. I can't think of it off the top of Gamora's, my head. Gamora's sister. Gamora's sister, the cyborg. Uh, I, I can tell you, Karen Gillian plays her. Uh, that's what yeah. I can tell you. I don't know what her name is. Yep. Um, but she's there, and they're playing fucking paper football in space. Tony records a message Nebula for Pepper. Nebula is her name. Nebula, thank you. Nebula is in there. They're playing paper paper football. They go to sleep. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, you get this really bright light. Who's there to save them? It's fucking Captain Marvel. Yeah, Marvel yeah. takes them back to back home. Everyone kind of runs out, including um, Pepper Potts. And the first thing out of Tony's mouth is what? I lost the kid. Yeah, he tells he's, that's Cap. He's really, he's really beating himself up about losing Peter. Just yeah. he just can't get away from the fact that not only did he lose the battle, he lost the kid. Right. And so you get him inside. You know, Tony's. Being Tony, he's cynical, he's, he's arrogant, he's being an asshole. He's like, he basically tells him, like, fuck you, he I said this shit was going to ta- happen. He basically tells them to fuck themselves, yep. and he doesn't want any part of anything that they want to try to do because fuck that. I told you to get that defense around the world, I told you this, and you told me to fuck myself, so no. No, right. no, fuck you. Yep. Um, and that's really, it's really splintering the entire team, and that's when you get that five years later that Tony doesn't want anything to do with anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you get that time jump, and then you get Everyone talking about, hey, they're you know we we got to read on Thanos, we got to jump in there, um, and and go fly after him. And so they go to the garden, 
uh, and they they infiltrate with Captain Marvel, figuring out who's you know what's going on where, and kind of seeing the the life. I guess that five years later, before or after this happens. No, that the Thanos thing before. is before. This is all before. Yeah. So they go find Thanos in the garden, which is the 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 place that he's at at the end of uh, Infinity War. Yep. And I mean, talk about a bombardment, right? He's there just making himself some food, and then everyone just jumps on him, freaks out about the stones, and you come to find out. Thanos used the stones to blow up the stones. Yeah. Because he didn't want anybody undoing what he had done. What he well, had done. and this is the first of many parts of the movie that I had issues with, that I took umbrage with, if you will. And uh-uh. that is super convenient excuses for things happening. Um, and I realize this is the culmination of 20 some movies. You're not good at suspension of disbelief as it is. So they're asking asking a lot from you. Yeah. Uh, Basically he's like, Oh, I conveniently blew those stones up and whack off with the head from Thor. So here's, here's my biggest thing about this. This is 20 minutes into the movie at this point where we are at Thanos. Yeah. Talk to Thanos. And then we fucking murder Thanos in 20 minutes. Yeah. I was unclear what the fuck was going to happen because that first thing cut his arm off. First yeah. it's the arm, then yeah. it's his head. Yeah. And that was sort of the first real divergence from the comic book storyline is, you know, they don't kill Thanos in the comic books. Right. He um, teams up. Yep. Teams up with them. So I wasn't clear where they were going to go with this. And then you get this time jump um, and uh, Scott's back. Scott Lang's back. Yep. Out of so, nowhere, cars and storage. And we'll hey, kind of keep this. I would say keep this kind of tight. But yeah, Scott's up. He's back. A rat gets him out of the uh, the quantum realm. Right. Ken Jung's there. <laughs> that's He's, funny. Dude. That's a good. That's cameo. pretty. I mean, I, I will say on, on a quick aside, the entire movie had me rolling. Yeah, real real good comedy relief throughout the movie. Really good comedy relief, right? So yeah. Scott's out. He's trying to talk to some kid on a on a bike, and the kid <laughs> basically just fucking cold shoulders him and fucks him off. Tell him to fuck himself off. Yeah. And so. He kind of realizes, hey, some shit went down. He runs to this nice memorial in uh, in, in San Francisco. And finds out he's dead, but yeah. his daughter's not there. Right. So he runs to his daughter's house, bangs on the daughter's uh, the daughter's door, and she's alive and five years older. And Scott is just beside himself. He doesn't get it. Yeah. So he he finds the Avengers, br- dreams up this whole time travel scenario, and. You know, you know it's coming from the comic books because that's what happens. They go back through time with the Infinity Stones, um, not in the quantum oh, realm necessarily, yeah, but not, not trying to find the stones, but having the stones. Yeah, exactly. And so off jumps this very convoluted uh, space-time continuum movie that they they very characteristically made fun of and tried to oh, yeah. overly I mean, explain. They, they they back to the future did it and they even made fun of back to the future because yes, exactly. of it and it was so good. Yeah, it's Tony Stark. This is based on back to the future. Uh that no, was, that no. was funny. why would I do something so dumb? Yeah. Um Tony's like fuck you guys, man. And uh, he can't stop thinking about the kid and yep. finds out he he solves the problem. Um yep. you get you get a really funny scene though of Scott Lang Old Scott, young Scott, baby Scott. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, that was yep. that was pretty good. It, it, Great comic fuck, relief. Fuck Professor Hulk. Oh um, yeah, that was a shocker. It wasn't a shocker to me. Everyone had been talking about that for a while now. Just because he wasn't um, in any of the promotions. And I, I like the idea of Hulk and Banner being able to to merge into one. I, I really liked it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, Professor Hulk was um, 
a part part of the comic series. I didn't really read. I like Ruffalo a lot, though. I think he does a great job. God, he's so good. You know what? Um, Some people don't think so, but I think he does a great job. Oh no, yeah, there's no question that he's a really good Hulk. Um, so yeah, Tony shows up at the Avengers headquarters. He's like, "Yo, dog, I got this time travel shit like on lock. This is how it happens." Real quick. Yep. Tony has a daughter. Yes, and he that has secluded, is... he has secluded himself into the woods after this five years, yeah. saying, "Hey, guess what? I didn't lose a wife. I didn't lose nothing." I lost a kid, and I'm yep. not doing nothing no more. Yep. I'm going to go. I'm out. He mar- you know, Pe- Pepper and him married. They get a kid. They got a house in the, on the in the woods, on the lake. He's got a kid named Morgan, which is the name they use in, in Infinity War. And life yeah. is just good for, for Tony Stark. Yeah, and... As good as it can key, be. Low-key, another, another future superhero drop. They show her with that blue Iron Man helmet, which oh, is yeah. in the comics. That's his daughter. Yeah. Uh, his daughter takes up the Iron Man mantle in a blue Iron Man suit, so that that was pretty. That was a, that was a good Spot catch on, too. Yeah. yeah. Spot on. Yep. Um, I don't even know where we go from here, man. The the so, the theme I want to talk about is basically that the first two hours of this movie is just fucking slow. It's a it's a lot of story. It's a lot of dialogue. It's a lot of bringing things together and setting it, setting everything up. But it is slow, and I was ready to just see some fighting. Here's here's what I'll say is that first with, with Infinity War, I mean, you start with a bang with this. You still start with a bang, but it's not a physical bang. Yeah. It is much more of an emotional bang. And this entire movie is much more of an emotional bang. Right. Someone likened it to the first one is about how they won't sacrifice themselves for the greater good. Where this right. movie is all about sacrifice. And we're also sacrificing our bladders and our time uh, yeah. to be able to go see this movie. And I think that's a lot of what we're doing here. Right. Is. With this movie, it is very methodical. It is very slow-paced. It is very on on point with what it is trying to tell you, but the road to get there is very long. It is very drawn out. It, it's a but lot of payoffs and homages. For good, yeah, for good reason. Right. What, what is there is, is important, but if you are impatient and you want full-on action to start with, you're not getting it from this movie. Yeah. Um and I think, in all honesty, we can really summarize the first two hours of this movie for our reaction purposes as story building. They're going to go get the Infinity Stones. They got to jump back and forth through time um, and capture these six Infinity Stones with the idea being that they're going to use those to bring everybody back. Right. Um, there's a little bit that trickles in of Thanos from the past figures out about this plot and plans to travel to present to fuck it up. Um, right. And that's where Thanos comes back. It's not Thanos on the current timeline. It's, it's 2014 Thanos. Thanos. Yes, they're, exactly they're very, right. It's very time-heavy, right? Yeah, it is. And so, I mean, I, again, I don't know how, how into the woods you want to get onto this stuff. but Not very. I, yeah, it's, it's very convoluted. It's, very, it's almost very hard to do a spoiler cast. As we're sitting here talking about it, I'm realizing it's very tough to do a spoiler cast on a movie that's so convoluted and so in-depth in what it, what it is. Right. The things that I'll talk about specifically is I, I loved going back in time and having the three teams and going to different directions. I loved the idea of Cap going into uh, uh, the first Avengers movie with Tony. That was that funny. Was 
Cap Very versus fun. Cap. Yep, um, Cap versus Cap. I mean, talk about Cap doesn't really have a catchphrase, but I can do this all day is kind of his catchphrase. Yeah. So an old Cap uses that against him, and he's like, I know. It was very good. He, he does that, have one catchphrase that he drops late in the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, one, it's not a catchphrase because we have not heard it at all. But well, anyway, not exactly. Yeah. Until, but we've until, almost heard it several times. Yes, yes. But so you get that. You get, uh, oh, let's see. You get uh, Black Widow and Ronan, yeah. or Hawkeye, if you will, going to see the the, the Red Skull. Yeah. Um, and and untimely with uh, Black Widow dying, sacrificing herself, which I thought that whole scene was kind of shit. Yeah, it was it was fucked up. I and... like the idea of she will sacrifice herself from for him, but man, it just was very poorly acted. Yeah, and they like fought each other to die, and it just wasn't great. You to know, me, it's, it's pretty clear. Clint's got a family. I just <laughs> I didn't. Natalia has fucking nothing. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. It was very, very awkward. It felt felt a little forced. Um, I still miss Hugo Weaving, but you know, that's, that's an aside. Yep, give me Megatron, please. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. yeah, he does a great Megatron. He does a great Megatron. Um, I, I just want to hit on some of these highlights, right? Yeah, so, go for it. Uh, near the end of the movie, uh, Iron Man dead. Iron Man sacrifices himself. He puts the uh, rips off the stones of the Infinity Gauntlet from Thanos when Thanos is about to do Snap 2.0. Puts on the gauntlet, snaps Thanos and the army out of existence. I mean, that's um, kind of the big, like, that is the biggest revelation of the entire movie, right? Is right. everything is leading up to how are we going to get rid of 2014 Thanos and everybody that he brought with him, and ultimately becomes that Tony has uh, imbued himself with a, a glove on his left hand that he was fighting Thanos with. And while Thanos wasn't really looking, he was able to maneuver the stones from that glove to his glove. And then boom, Tony goes, see ya and moves everybody. Gamora included all the way back to 2014. And even, uh, even he was like, "Eh, I guess I got to go now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know, Oh, it takes too much out of him and he dies. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Pretty ceremoniously, uh, I like the end of it. I mean, they give him a good funeral. There's a couple good callbacks. And I'm actually Peter- a little more mad at myself. Um, it's one of those hindsight deals where now that you know he's he's dead and he sacrifices himself, you can look back through the movies and pick out times where they really... They knew that was going to happen, right? You knew it was going to happen. I mean, starting with Infinity Wars, when Doctor Strange tells him, like, one out of 14 million. Right. Uh, and, you know, we're in the end game now, Tony. And they, they do a lot of, they do a lot of a, they do a lot of character progression pieces here where, you know, those two, those three go back to Avengers 1. Yeah. You've got, uh, you've got it's actual- It's very big three or four heavy. That that's I think yes. the big flaw with this movie is you're more than two hours in before you get anybody besides Cap, Iron Man, Hulk, um, the big three or four. And I think the biggest thing for me when it comes to the the movie as a holistic experience is is truly the fact that they were able to navigate those 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 big people. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, it was in a in a lot of ways this was a Tony Stark movie. True. I mean, really. You know, at the end of that movie, he is the one who lost everything, but at the same time didn't lose anything. But in this movie, he was the one that gave up everything for everyone else. 
Yeah. I, you know, I mean, so. I completely agree. Um, they they send my- them off well. There was... So, I mean, this big battle ensues, basically, right? So, if, if we have to back up a little bit, Thanos comes through the Quantum Realm in his big-ass dreadnought ship, yep. uh, brings his army. You think they're about to get overrun, and then out of Hulk brings everybody back with the snap. Um, right. And out of nowhere comes... All of the Avengers, all well, of the, the first, armies. The first person you see is is uh, Falcon. Yep. Drops it on your left, and then everything you see is just fucking circles from Open Doctor Strange, just Teleports. getting everybody back. You got uh, the Pan- yeah, Panther dro- dropping all that business. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody imaginable that's been some kind of superhero is there, yeah. waiting for the fight to come to them. And the I'm gonna be really. This might be bad. The only thing that really annoyed me about that entire fight is the females all kind of getting. I thought that was the best part. I just thought it was so unearned. No. Oh, man. No way. Um, I thought it was great. I mean, Marvel is really on the cutting edge of this female heroine uh, business. Like, you know, the Hunger Games, I I suppose, is probably the first big one that was a, a major blockbuster. But Marvel is like right there. Um, with, well, Marvel and DC, I should say, but I, th- I thought actually that that was great. I mean, if you, I, I do a lot of work with women in leadership through, through my job and there are f- real fucked up statistics about women in Hollywood. I, I was, uh, I'm going to go on this tangent and just roll with me here. Sure. I saw Gina Davis, you know, who Gina uh-huh. Davis is, uh-huh. I saw her speak at a woman leadership conference last year, and she talked specifically about some numbers where um, in over 50% of movies, there is less than one out of five women to men ratio and um, kids, kids movies specifically, and this whole like unconscious bias against women, right? So I was actually fucking hyped when uh, Spider-Man, you know, that Captain Marvel came and then Natasha came and then like the whole fucking all of the women in this the MCU the the universe as a, as a whole yeah yeah are about to fuck some shit up i thought i thought it was great um i didn't think they got enough time actually to be honest with you i, I would have liked to see a little more of it but right yeah that that was a good part of the movie for me that was one of the highlights i think as a whole as you're sitting back and I, I'm, I'm very excited to go back and rewatch the movie to be honest with you like i want to see sure. it a second time so i can sit there and experience it a, another time and see if i can pick up on any other real clues but just as a holistic experience i mean name something that is put together 21 movies worth of entertainment value and actually stuck the landing and i truly think that this movie did just that i mean yeah, I think I think the big part that leaves me a little sour is we didn't really get to look forward to what the future is going to be, um, and I also really kind of wish that Cap would have died instead of Tony, but it, it is what it is. I just really expected more. Uh, I mean, he got. I really, you know what? I really wish. I really wish old Cap would have been played by Clint Eastwood. That'd have been funny, dude. That would have been fucking dope. Yeah. I mean, talk about someone who would have fit that mold perfectly, like. Hey Sam, I got the shield here. Yeah. Uh, like it would have been just so fucking good, right? Um, but just I don't know, man. As a as a I, movie I as actually, a whole, I would I, argue I, that that they did set up the future. I mean, Cap passed the banner to Falcon, which um, sure isn't you know isn't the Winter Soldier that that I kind of expected to happen. But you well, know, who Falcon's, also really se- also seemed like he might have known what was going on. 
it was a little weird, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, well, and you know, Falcon's got a comic book series where he's Captain America and all that stuff. Um, I think that there's a, a clear path for the next Iron Man to be Rhodey and Pepper Potts and eventually oh, Stark's sure. kid. Um, we talked about Adam Warlock's going to come. Um, as Guardians of the Galaxy. As yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. We, we haven't talked so about Fat good. Thor yet, but we'll, we'll, I, we'll mention it maybe in a little bit. As Guardians of the Galaxy, exactly. Um, you, you really set up Valkyrie. I thought that's that's a low key one that I don't think anybody's expecting, but they you know recast. She's so good. Yeah. Well, and they recast her or whatever, right? Um, during the Thor movies, like she wasn't originally that character, but right. or that person. So I think that is a clue that they're putting effort into maybe getting her one. There's obviously Spider Man. I mean, I think they really have set up the future. Um, pretty effectively actually i just think that i I guess i left the theater wanting a little bit more whether it was more cap more iron man i'm not really sure what i wanted necessarily but boy i was really missing something out of that theater experience when i left i i really wanted more infinity war i mean the the way that infinity war worked with bringing together all the crew and they were all in it for the majority of the movie um that's really what i wanted i kind of expected the first 30 minutes of this movie to basically be like hey we're going to do this. We're going to get the stones somehow. We're going to go and Thanos is going to be remorse, remorseful. And then by 30 to 40 right. minutes into the movie, I thought we were going to have the whole crew back. Um, no. And it almost, it almost felt like when they were trying to do like, Hey, we're going to go get the stones and everything like that. I almost felt like there were going to be a little bit more of a heist. I mean, they called it a time heist. Yeah. I thought there'd be more of a heist element to it, but man, it was just so like plot devicey, you know, yeah, it was, you know, Tony meets his dad and yeah. cap meets cap and, um, hail Hydra bitch. Uh, right. Hail that Hydra. Was funny I'm though. T- that was a dope scene. Again, we're kind of bouncing all over the place with what we're talking about. But yeah, talk about a, an iconic scene from an elevator with, in Civil War and that everyone fighting. But yeah. then this time him going, I mean, they were exactly. just like, oh, he's in on the take, which I thought was really great. Yeah, and he just walks out with it, That which, which was, yep, like it was hilarious. No yep, so good. Yeah, I don't really know what else there's to say. I mean, we're all over the place, but the the fucking movie's all over the place, man. Like, really is. try to explain that movie succinctly, and you you just can't without watching it. And it's three fucking hours, so it's it's crazy long. Um, I think that uh, there is a possibility that we still see Tony Stark. Um, and the theory there is, you know, Cap went back in time, but he never came back from the past. Correct. He just basically lived out those 40-some-odd years. Um, and he would have gone back to a past where Tony Stark is alive or being born. I mean, Howard Stark was around, and then Tony's going right. to be born in the, whatever it is, late 70s, early 80s. Yeah, within um, a week or two of what you see Howard in. Yep, exactly. So, yeah, I think that there's a chance that Tony Stark might still be showing up yeah i think um, a lot of it what has i think a lot of what has to do with is tony has a contingency plan similar to what batman does right sure and so he clearly had a very good contingency plan to what was going on and what might be happening so for him to leave a message for his daughter to talk to her makes complete sense the voicemail part of it we'll see what that is yeah and, and you know they've really handed out again going back to if you knew 
Tony was going to die in this movie and how he was going to die, you can really put together these dots that they've sprinkled in from the very first Iron Man all the way through Infinity War. Um, there's parts of uh, the movies where um, Cap tells him that he's not he's not the worthy. sacrifice type of he's guy. He's not worthy. Yep. He's, he's not, not worthy. You're not the type of guy to jump on the, the grenade and save the yep. people. Um, right. Yeah, there's all kinds of these callbacks that have been dropping in. Um, and so I saw on YouTube even somebody framed up in, I think, Age of Ultron when he has that flashback uh, or has that vision about everybody dying. They mm-hmm. they took uh, a still of Cap laying there next to his broken shield and showed that that is exactly the way the shield broke in this movie. Right. So. Uh, it, the I'm just fucking impressed that whoever at Marvel is keeping the story arc over 20 fucking movies, man. Like they're putting it together, you know. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. 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 I'm pretty impressed by that. But I mean, what what do you think in closing? Here's my biggest thing is I want to see where everything goes. Tony's gone. Hence why Nick Fury is the biggest part of Spider-Man Homecoming. I'm sorry, not Homecoming, but Far From Home. Yeah. And so that makes the most sense because really when you see that Far From Home trailer before you see Endgame, you go, why isn't Tony a part of the show, right? (laughs) At least for me. I mean, because they, they they really push on, okay, Tony's the guy. Peter's alive, so why isn't Tony there? And now you understand. <laughs> he <laughs> gone. That motherfucker is in a boat somewhere. He, he did. did. Yeah. Um, so you get really the Nick Fury part, but I also think that I'm going to get my resolution of what's next for the Marvel Universe in that movie, and I'm excited about it. Um, but as, as far as closing out the, the Avengers or the Infinity Saga, I, I think such a big undertaking started as such a small idea. And John Favreau... I still hold on to the best Marvel movie is Iron Man. The first yeah, Iron Man is still the best movie, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, John Favreau knocked out of the park, had no, I mean, he had nothing to lose. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Robert Downey Jr., nothing to lose. He went into the movie full-fledged and played that character to his T, and I don't think even he realized what that character was going to wind up for him as far as character, sure. or, I'm sorry, as far as career moves. Yeah. And it really changed the trajectory for movies. And so losing... Losing Tony instead of Cap really makes a difference. Um, but I also think that if they really wanted to, they really wanted to push out the money, they could swap the whole there's two timelines and bring both of them back. It's just yeah. whether or not they want to. I mean, as I'm leaving that theater, the thing I want the most from whatever is next for any of the Marvel movies is truly, and honest to God, is Thor to be in Guardians of the Galaxy three? Yeah, as Guardians of the Galaxy, it would be great. I need I need that to be a real thing. I mean, yeah, true. they really paid homage to Iron Man. This is my final thought: is if you're very perceptive from the very first part of Endgame, you would have known Tony's dying. I mean, they the the callbacks between him and that one dude making the original Iron Man suit in the cave, and then him and Nebula fixing up the on Iron the, Man on the suit ship. On, yep. on the ship. Yep. There were so many succinct like black, black wife beater, the, the, yes, the exactly. isolation. He the looks I'm gone. Alone, yep. Yeah. The I'm so defeated look, the 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 communication between the two of them of teaching each other of yeah. what they need to do. It was just it was all so well done. And the the thing I, I will say is 
I think I liked this version of Thanos that we got more than the original version, the, the first version of Thanos. True. I don't. Yeah. I, I like that they tried to build some empathy around the character in the first movie, but man, Pierre, I want to fuck. They tried up. to make you understand like what he's doing and why. Yep. Yep. I, I think I liked more of the the comic book uh, Thanos of I loved Lady Death, so we're gonna fucking wreck everybody. Yep. I liked that idea of. Yeah, you know what? I tried to murder half of you last time. It didn't work. I guess I'll just murder all of you. No big deal. Yeah. And so, I don't know, man. That the, the final battle was so well done. The movie itself was so well done. I just, it left some things to be desired as far as story goes and for what's going to happen next for the Marvel Universe. Yeah. And they have built so much around next time on, next time on, you know, flipping to the end of the comic book and seeing, hey, okay, what are we doing next? For it to not have that, other than the Tony Stark hammering of the original suit, yeah, it just it left a lot to desire, in my opinion. I agree. I mean, I probably won't rewatch this movie until until Blu-ray release. Um, I think I'm going to go see it with a kid. The oldest kid wants to go see it real bad. Nah, it's not going to be a, a second time theater going for me. Oh. Um, I'm just not that you- guy. Well, you also, I mean, you, you clearly really just have some issues with it. And, I, and not to, not to say that the movie's bad, but, I mean, you have enough issues I'll say with it. The movie's not like, great. I'm not yeah. going to say the movie's bad. I'm just going to say, eh, not great. It's, and it's so much, again, I think the biggest thing about it is I, I didn't like the final battle necessarily because it was just a rehash of the first battle, except for on different planets. Yep. Uh, again, um, I might have been sleeping during this part. Uh, the uh, Thor and the the Cap and Thor thing was a big deal. Yeah, Cap not dying, Thor being fat. I thought well, that was pretty fucked up. Cap wielding Thor's hammer. Yeah. So I mean, in okay, I guess talk we can talk about, about it real quick. I mean, so in in the comics, Thor dual wields Yolmir. He yep. he's got the current one and he's got the one from the past, and he's just fucking shit up. There is no. Yep. Storm's Edge or whatever that thing's called. Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker, yeah. Um, but I thought I thought it was great that Cap is wielding Stormbreaker and, and the hammer from the past. I didn't even think about it. Like the, the the hammer starts moving all of a sudden, and my buddy leans over and he's like, "It's got to be Cap, right?" And I'm like, "Holy shit, yeah, it does." He does it in I the comics, even, man. Yeah, several times it. actually. And I mean, talk about a bad. Like that was the only time out of every like in the three hours that anybody clapped in that movie was that. Yeah. Yeah, people. Well, and you could start to tell, at least in my theater, people that didn't know that that was a thing. Like, yes. that, that was a defining moment for people that don't know about the comics versus people that that do know about the comics. Well, it was just when a that happened. Of- I was like, you know, the people that knew about the comics, were like they're like, Hee-hee-hee. and the the people that don't were like, oh shit. It was more of a cinematography piece of just like, holy shit, you're seeing Cap just fucking. He's he's going to every length oh, possible. To make sure that this motherfucker dies. Yep, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And and it was just really well. Again, touched on the fat Thor thing. Boy, did that joke wear off on me real fast. I thought I thought I thought it was good for about five minutes. The stone the stone dude's hilarious. I like him. Past past the Lebowski joke, I was kind of over it. (laughs) That was that's so funny because of Jeff Bridges, you know, being in the first Thor movie. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, um, past the Lebowski joke, I didn't care. Yeah, comedy was the best part of this movie. I think that's how we You're have to wrap this up. Abs- absolutely right. This movie had me laughing the entire time, yeah. top to bottom. I mean, yeah. other than the, obviously no one's laughing at Tony's dying, but I mean, other than that, they committed to making sure that you felt lighthearted and also felt 
positive about the end of this journey, right? Cap really kind of brought it home when he went out and lived, lived a life that Tony talked to him about of, of yeah. doing the things for you and not focusing on everybody else. You know, you already saw, you already, you already saw the world's problems. Go and take a minute for you and sitting there dancing in a room with Peggy Carter. I mean, that's what all of us want, right? Is yeah. everything around us to be chipper and, and pure and easy and sitting around in a living room with your wife and having a great time. Uh, and, and cap was robbed of that to begin with. And finally found a way to be able to go back and live that life and, uh, and, and talk about a, a life well-deserved, um, from a movie standpoint, like that's, that's, that's who it is. It's yeah. Captain America. Decent movie. You know, I'm, I'm interested to know what everybody else thinks. Hit us up on Facebook. Um, you know, we'll, that, that's really it for Marvel for now, man. I mean, Spider-Man's the next one in a couple months, few months. So. July, July, two yeah. months away. Two months. Uh, I'm sorry that it was scattered, but that's us, man. I I love Tom Holland, so I'm excited for that movie a lot. I do, too. Yeah, I like him a lot. Uh, We out here, man. We're out here.